0: very excited uh, to be doing a uh, panel discussion on Sabbath on our series 24-6 with you today because we really wanted to get practical. It's all very well to hear about it, but we actually want to hear how those in our uh, church are implementing Sabbath and and how it's um, affecting their lives and some of the good things, some of the things that they're still trying to work on. But um, Sabbath is a 24-hour period that's what, what the Sabbath is. And um, what we do want to encourage you to realize is that it's not a legalistic practice. It's not something that if you don't do or you don't do it right, God's going to send lightning down from heaven and strike you, and that's the end of your life, okay? That is not what it is. And it actually says in Exodus 16, verse 29, they must realize, they were talking to the, about the Israelites, That the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. Now, I don't know about you, but when I give someone that I love and care about a gift, it's to bless them. It's to give them something that you hope or think that they will enjoy and love. It is not, you know, you don't give someone a gift because you want to be a burden, because you want them to feel terrible about the gift. You give somebody that you love a gift because you want to bless them. And Exodus says, that Sabbath is a gift from God. So we can actually enjoy um, Sabbath in that way. And so as I said, that today is going to be practical. And the thing with being practical is that you can hear the best sermons, the best messages. You can be inspired and encouraged and so excited about what you've heard in church. But if you walk out of these doors and you don't do anything with what you've heard, then all it was was a great Um, TED talk, basically, that you heard, okay, or a great encouragement. In James 1 verse 22, it says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. We actually need to take what we hear today, and we actually need to implement it. We need to try it out. We need to practice it. We need to give it a go. That is what James encourages us to do. And so This is an invitation. Last week, Jason spoke about four invitations um, that uh, God gives us to stop, to rest, to delight, and to worship. So today, we want to go through those four points by asking our panel over here. We've got Jared, who's on staff. We've got Leon and single and ready to mingle from August. Okay, (laughs) you can ask about that later. We've got Leon Leon and Lindsay, who have uh, two primary school children. And work for themselves. We've got uh, Tyrone, who is on staff and single and ready to mingle anytime now, immediately, okay? We've got um, Ivan, who is full time employed, married to wonderful Esmeralda, and has two grown sons. And you all know Tammy, three small children. So we're really hoping to encourage and inspire you with, with um, what they have experienced today. And so um, before we do that, we are going to pray.
1: Father, we just want to commit this service to you. Um, We just thank you that you are a good father who loves us, and we thank you that you give us good gifts. Um, God, I pray that as we um, just hear testimonies of um, people's lives and what they've experienced, um, that something would stand out. God, for every person that's listening or sitting in this auditorium, Father, I pray that you would lay something on our hearts this morning. Help us to, to say yes to your invitation um, God, and if we're not sure, if, if somebody's wondering how to do this, or maybe it's the season of life they're in that they're unsure of, of how to implement it, I pray, God, that there would be something that said today that would be helpful and that would help them to actually take a step um, in practicing Sabbath with you. So we just commit it to you, and we thank you for your love and your grace in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. So the first point that Jason mentioned last week, and if you haven't listened to the sermon, I want to encourage you to download it was that he mentioned that we need to stop. And what we need to stop from is we need to stop from working, from worrying, and from wanting. And so I just want to ask um, Ivan and Tyrone and Jared, who are three very, very much goal oriented go-getters. Um, it's all about work and the goal at the end of the day. Um, I want to ask you guys if you can tell us a little bit about your lifestyle pre-Sabbath. And what that looked like and what brought you to the point that you knew that you had to take that invitation to stop and if you can also just tell us a little bit about um, what uh, day that you do Sabbath and how long you've been practicing Sabbath I-, I believe we can stop with you
2: thank you Sue. I've been practicing for just over two years and I take my Sabbath on a Friday um, from 5 p.m. until a Sunday morning um, and yeah, look, life before Sabbath was basically, I'm addicted to um, fruit-bearing, to performance. So what that means basically is that I want an Whatever I do, I need an outcome. Like, there's gotta be something to show for it. Um, so that means basically that I've been pushing boundaries and overriding my own limits, basically, um, for 47 years of my life. Um, and I knew that I was not getting, I was, I was not being the, the best version of myself, in my marriage to Esmeralda, to, to my kids, and Jason mentions, mentioned this, spoke about the Sabbath thing, and God was then also just prompting me and, and encouraging me, but inviting me, and saying, Ivan, either you do it my way or you can continue to do it your way. Um, to be honest, guys, I've actually just taken some of what um, God is saying and tried to fit it into my, my, my way. So even with Sabbath or rest or everything else, I've been trying, I still did it my way. You know where you can take snippets of what? Because you don't trust that God's got the best for you. And God had to actually knock on my heart and say, if you're not gonna slow down, if you're not gonna take a Sabbath, I'm gonna have to do it eventually, and that means my health may have been compromised. Um, Oh no, actually, my my health would have been compromised. So I'm grateful to God that he's given me the invitation and that I've, I've accepted the invitation to Sabbath. Is that,
3: is that yeah, very good Thank you Susan um, I, I think for myself it's, it's the same thing uh, as a person who is driven by, ac- by achievement I'm motivated by achievement so it's all about what did I achieve today what did I achieve tomorrow what, what can I achieve the next day and for a person like that I used to have a motto that I before taking a Sabbath. I used to have a motto and my motto was no days off. And I thought like for me to take a day off, I needed to earn a day off. Um, and like taking a day off would make me feel bad about myself. So I would not actually feel great for taking a Sabbath. So I remember last year when Jason was preaching about um, taking a Sabbath, I thought to myself, this would definitely not work with me and I will definitely not try. Um, I came to church, I was like, no, that was not my word. It was for someone else, not for me. But um, I think this year, um, in April, I I, I, did, I was just open to the idea. I was forced. I was open to the idea. Of, I was open to the idea of actually taking um, a Sabbath. And um, I take my Sabbath on a Friday, from Friday and to Saturday, and I must say that it, it is probably the best decision that I've made in my life. Um, yeah, because before it was it was about, okay, what can I achieve every day? But now, I, I, what can I achieve every day using energy that I didn't have? Now it's actually, what can I achieve using energy that I do yeah. have? So, which is something great job.
4: Cool. So for those of you who know me, I was a very goal-oriented person. I love structure. I love systems. I carry my diary around with me 24-7. I feel like if I don't have my diary, the day is absolutely chaotic. I feel like I am crazy. You don't want to be around me, when I don't have my diary. I love to plan my days a day in advance, if not two days in advance, if not one week in advance. I'll plan my days. I love, love, love structure. But prior to to starting uh, the practice of Sabbath in, in April this year, um, I just, obviously I've just graduated and I've been so used to society's way of always working 24-7, of always constantly being on the go, constantly doing, doing, doing. I need to achieve, I need to be successful. Specifically, coming from an entertainment industry perspective, the goal is always to be successful, it's always to create the best product, be the best person, put your best performance, always appear to be your best version of yourself. What's crazy is constantly trying to strive to be the best, be the best, I started to realize, and this is the moment where I decided that I actually need to take Sabbath and rest super seriously because I realized that I was taking I was actually building a, my own bridge towards burnout. Which was which was actually scary enough, gonna create more stress okay. at the end of the day than what I was already experiencing. So that's when I was like, okay, cool, let's try this Sabbath thing out. So I Sabbath on a Monday and i rest on that monday but yeah that's pretty
5: nice
1: yeah, yeah. Nice okay so leon and lindsay you guys are slightly different i remember we had a conversation in my group where you said to us like um actually we feel like we don't know if we need like a day of sabbath because we feel like every day is sabbath because you you work for yourself you have your own schedule you're always around your kids but there was a point where you realized okay actually no there's there's something to this stopping and having a specific time um, for focus, so if you want to just tell us a bit about that.
5: Yeah, so, so don't shoot us, yes, we, <laughs> we have a pretty decent lifestyle, um, but we don't have set working hours, so we both health coaches, I'm also a beauty therapist, I've got my own salon, but um, you know, we've never really felt like we needed to stop because um, yeah, we, we kind of feel like we, we work when we want to work, we don't work we want, you know, we kind of do what we like, but you know, with kids, it's there's still a schedule when they're running to school every day, and then you yeah. pick them up from school, you're taking them to sports, and you you still, you know, go running around, and, and my kids also say to me, mommy, you're always on your phone. So I, I'm constantly, you know, at work with my phone, yeah. um, always available, mm-hmm. nobody needs me. And so, yeah, for us, we didn't really feel like we, we needed a Sabbath, but it was definitely a decision to to try and stop. Um, our Sabbath is on a, on a Sunday. Um, so yeah, coming to, to church, yeah, just actually, just taking a day where we where we do stop and put our phones away and be yeah. present parents yeah. to, to our kids. Yeah. So yeah,
1: Leon, you actually weren't keen on Sabbath in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to just tell us about that? <laughs> you no, know, um,
6: you know, I come from a from a background where church for me or Sabbath for me was getting dressed in a suit and a tie, you know, going to church, and, you know, sort of very legalistic. Discipline. disciplined you, you know you can't watch tv there's certain things you can't do you can't have fun on a sunday uh, on <laughs> sabbath so so that's that's just the environment i come from and uh, in life when when tammy mentioned you know she, she uh, suggested we, we, we cover sabbath i was like oh no man <laughs> it's, like, it's not gonna be fun but, but from the first video i watched yeah. it was just it was eye-opening for me yeah. it was like you know you've got this box with something inside, and in the moment you open, you go, Wow, is this what Sabbath's about? And it, for me, it was really an eye opener because I've heard the message and I've heard so many times um, someone preaching on Sabbath, and it, it never got to me until maybe the time was right for me now. But I just opened up to, to it's actually a gift, you know, we're actually blessed to be able to, to you know, to have Sabbath. We we get
2: to do this. Mm. I yeah, okay. Very good. <laughs> oh
1: okay, okay. Um, I'm a little bit lost. I think we were going to. We were going to ask. I was no, we. are we going to not? Okay, okay. Not. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the second invitation. So God invites us to stop. Okay, and um, the second invitation is that God actually invites us to rest. And there's different types of rest. There's the kind of vegetative rest where you're so exhausted that you can't do anything else other than sit on the couch and just veg on series. Um, And sometimes we need that. Sometimes we just need to sleep for hours. Um, Sometimes our bodies actually are just exhausted and we need a rest. But I believe there's another kind of rest that God actually wants to invite us to, and that's a restorative rest. It's a, a refreshing rest for our souls. And I think if we can get into this habit of Sabbath, where we're in a great rhythm, then well, by the time the Sabbath comes around, um, we're not that shattered that we just have to veg, but we are actually we can actually rest in a way that refreshes us and rejuvenates us. And so my first question is for Lindsay and Leon. Well, Lindsay, um, you have a family with small kids, so you can't just go for naps whenever you want. <laughs> so what's, what does rest look like? Um, for your family, and maybe tell us like what, what's your best, best Sabbath that you guys have had so far.
5: Um, so, so yeah, so as I said just now, our rest day is on Sunday. Sunday. Um, so, I mean, I, I, you know, we don't always get it right. It's not like every Sabbath is going to look the same, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's, our best Sabbath has been the day where we've been intentional yeah. about stopping, putting our phone away, and um, you know, switching devices off, and with our kids, we, we let them each pick a game, you know, a board game, not a, not a TV game or a video game or something like that. So so we play cards and you know, making space for for, for the kids to so that we actually present. Um, to make a really good meal. Um, we had a lovely bride the one day and Leon you know, likes to add a really good steak. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> if you feast every day if you feast every day, what's the word? If you yeah. feast, then then it's See, no, yeah, no days. Yeah. Then no days, yeah, How's it going, Jason? Every day every day's a feast. Then no days. a feast, a feast yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so basically, we enjoyed a good feast, yeah. and um, also no time schedule. No, like feeling no. like you're bound bound by the by the watch or the yeah. clock, and yeah. you know, because I think we're constantly chasing time and chasing the next thing and where have we got to be? And yeah. so we try to actually just not plan or schedule time, and to actually just be okay. What do we feel like doing now? Um, go for a walk on the beach and. Yeah. and
6: Focus on gratitude. Very good. Um, I, I just want to say, you uh, know, I, I, I had this thought um, we we're not that like goal driven, like we have to perform, perform like like I'm with these guys, as with you guys. But <laughs> we try to be, we, we try to be <laughs> but we don't <can> <laughs> but it's not like <laughs>
2: I think I think for some
6: people The Sabbath is like a day where, you know, you're driving a car. Most of us have driven a car. So for me, I understand like this. Um, It's like when you really have to perform, perform, and do stuff the whole time, you feel like, oh, I need to do something, I need to do something. And uh, you have to do Sabbath. It's like driving a car and having to pull up the handbrake. You come to a dead stop. You're not allowed to do anything because you have to just stop. But I don't see it like that. I, I feel it's almost like... Driving a car, I'm just taking the car again. You're still moving forward, you know. Life still mm. goes on, so it still happens. But you don't have this engine driving it to yeah. and, and you to perform, mm. you know, Lindsay says, you know, you don't have, you're not tying down by anything. You just enjoy the day.
0: Yeah. Mm. That's so good, thank you. Um, Ivan, I just want to, if you can just explain to us, so, um, in order to make the Sabbath something where you know you can enjoy it, you're not having to, you know, cook a roast from. A to Z and do this and that. How do you prepare? Like, what do you do to to prepare beforehand? And what does that look like? And also, how has the Sabbath influenced um, not only your family, but you've mentioned previously as well as to how it's influenced holidays?
2: Sure. So first question um, is basically just in terms of preparation. So for me, so disclaimer, I'm very structured. So... If you are less structured, um, which my family is on the other end of the scale, so I'm super structured, and we've also found it during COVID, being um, in this in other space, how very much we are in extreme um, cases. Just pre- prepare and plan whatever that looks like for you in your form. So for me, I basically try and plan the week on a Sunday in order to eliminate most of the, the, the things that will crop up. So I'll do, try, and do, we'll try and do the shopping, try and find out what's happening, um, where, where must the kids be, or what they'll need help with, just in order, because if you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, and because this is something that you actually don't, so I don't like to do something that I'm not going to be doing three years from now. it's is pointless. So this is a life-changing thing, definitely. So therefore, I, I feel that, I, I felt that I needed to be more intentional with this, and so I will plan and stuck some of my time, um, and, and, I, and I found that that helped me. Although that didn't mean I've got it right all the time. So I'm still tweaking. In fact, I'm changing my Sabbath now. This this week, today is my Sabbath. I'm actually sitting first time. My Sabbath is here um, at the moment, which is um, quite quite a coincidence. So or not. So that answers the first part, Sue. So. And then the second question was, how has
0: you it affected your family and?
2: Holidays. On holidays. Okay, guys, this was amazing for me. I always went into holidays, needing the first week and a bit to actually come down. Now, I actually go into the holidays more refreshed. And I have gotten good feedback from my family. Listen, your family, your immediate family is your best critics, and they'll give you the best feedback, right? So they've given me feedback, saying that I'm more present during holidays. Um, because, guys, for a guy like us, I mean, you guys can, can relate. So, Um, whilst it's good to be performance-driven, that can be your killer zeal as well. So you're always on. You're always, even time with family is like, what do we achieve here? But God is is saying to me, listen here, guys, God, God is saying to me, guys, you don't, Ivan, you don't have to perform for me to love you. You can just relax and be present. So that was a big shift for me with the family. And I can even see, the change in our family over the last two years where we are spending a whole lot more time together, quality time. I mean, even in our marriage, I feel that I'm more present. Sabbath is also for healing, guys. I mean, as no coincidence that Jesus actually healed on the Sabbath. I think he was very intentional about that. And I felt my soul being healed, my mind and my body being healed. And then relationally, so I show up the better version of myself because I'm more rested and I'm more healed. And energy levels, to, to the gentleman on my right point, the, I, I've got to ask Ismada, my energy levels are way up. I mean, I get things done at home now. When Esmeralda says, can you do this? I do it immediately. That never used to happen. So even, but yeah, so I just want to encourage everyone that, that it's not perfection that we're seeking. If you, even when you're planning, when you re- evaluate, evaluate yourself gracefully. So just, if you evaluate yourself three months later, just like allow God to say, Ivan, you're not the same as what you were. You made baby steps. Listen, with my personality, I want to double everything. I want to triple everything. So I've got to go in there gracefully and say, I want to be a different person for life yeah. Yeah. Um, in a few years to come. Go. Okay. Yeah, good. Good. Oh. Very good. Ivan? Very good. Anytime
1: you want to spend some time with this guy, try and get around it. You'll feel like you're failing in everything in life. But I will encourage you to, to keep going. <laughs> you, yeah, very great guy. So we um, I really I really do want to encourage you on that point that Ivan mentioned, the preparation day. I do think that it is quite critical. And when you start, you might actually feel like this is a lot of work. <laughs> like, like it's a, it's taking a lot of effort to have a Sabbath, which can be quite despondent at first but once you get into that rhythm it's you'll see how it makes the rest of your week so Mm. much easier and so for us personally we're being a young family we have to take that preparation day so on a friday i will try and prepare as much as i can i'll do all the shopping make sure food is prepped for that night make sure whatever we're having we try to do a nice big breakfast on a saturday morning i'll try and make sure that that's prepped or at least that we've got everything that we need for that Um, And so Friday afternoons are chaos in our house, trying to rush around, get everything done. And it feels like a lot of work, but by the time we can sit down on a Friday afternoon um, and enjoy our Sabbath, it makes it so worth it. So I do wanna encourage you to to try and and use that first day of your weekend or a day in the week as a preparation day to prepare um, so that you can rest fully. But I do wanna ask Jared a quick question You are a young, single guy um, with probably a lot more time than what we would have. And what does rest look like for you?
4: Cool. So my Sabbath day, as I said, is on a a Monday. And for example, now today would be my preparation day, even though I would probably now, not today, likely, I would rush off to the studio, straight off to church, where I would have dance from two till eight, a good six-hour rehearsal, nice and tiring, get home, get any last minute stuff done to prep for the Sabbath. Even if I could squeeze some time in after I leave church, to so quickly go to the shops, get something, maybe pop at home, get lunch, pack this, do this, um, and then obviously get home Sunday, I'm exhausted, and then sleep, and then I'm on a Monday, because my Sabbath day, rest is, oh, I'll probably wake up at like maybe 10, maybe 12, sometimes 1 p.m. and I'll it. That's be nice. Yes, but what, 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 I've, what, I've um, what I've learned is to rather pursue Progress when it comes to rest. I think what's been really encouraging as well is as a staff, we've been listening to Bridgetown and their podcast on Sabbath, and literally every single speaker that's spoken has said to, um, that each person that actually they've struggled with Sabbath as well. No one's gotten it perfect, mm-hmm. everyone's still trying. No matter where you are in life, no matter your age, like Sabbath is going to look different. And we actually would encourage you guys to actually figure out what works for you. As we say, start where you are, mm-hmm. so per- per- pursue. Progress and not perfection. Because what's great is even though your rest might not be perfect, we can rest in someone who is perfect, mm-hmm. which is yeah. God. God is perfect, so we can rest in him. So I love like a, a, an example of a Sabbath day for me, a really, really good Sabbath when I can just sit back because I'm wide, I want more. That's my my mind's like I want more, I want results, I want this, I want what that. But what's great is when on my Sabbath day when I focus on gratitude and yeah. what I what I'm thankful for what I do have. But I'm thankful hmm. for what God has given me instead of me focusing on the more I want yeah. this, I want that, I need this that's not my goals, my aspirations no, I just need to stop I need to breathe and just go okay God, here I am I'm here to worship you i love a good day on the beach where I can just look at nature sit there silently on a Monday there's barely anyone on the beach because everyone's usually at work and I can just go and rest
0: so good, Jared. And Jared does work all day Friday until very, very late on a Friday night. And so Monday is his off day because we obviously work on a Sunday. Um, so just in case you're wondering, sure, it's nice to have a Monday off. He works, I think, before before curfew, you guys only would leave here after 10 at night, after youth. So, But this question is for Tyrone, uh, our other goal-orientated young man. Um, just to let us know, Tyrone, has Sabbath made you feel like you've slowed down to the detriment of your life goals? Okay, first of all, has it, has, it slowed, has it affected that? And how has
3: Sabbath impacted the other six days of the week? Great question. So um, Sabbath has definitely not slowed down my goals, but it actually progressed my goals. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, so instead of, instead of me taking a day off and um, taking Sabbath and not being productive, What I've actually gotten out of taking Sabbath is, I'm more intentional in my work, so that produces productivity. I'm more intentional in my worship, because if I'm busy from Monday to Friday or Sunday to Friday, doing other things, working, um, yes, I'm praying, I'm reading the word, but I'm not so intentional. It's different on Sabbath, because I'm actually slowing down, and I'm focusing on God, and it helps me more to actually be grateful. Yeah. Uh, Jared was talking about uh, gratitude just now. I mean, taking a Sabbath for me on a Saturday helps me slow down and actually be grateful for the things that I do have. So I think uh, I'm, I'm more intentional as well in my relationships. I think that's, that, that's probably the biggest thing that I've gotten out of taking a Sabbath. Before taking a Sabbath, I was confession time. I was that person that would probably look for my relationships with my friends when I need something from them. But because now I'm taking a Sabbath, I'm more intentional and actually, okay, this is my Sabbath. I'm going to invest in this relationship. I'm going to spend time with this person. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to call my siblings and just say, hey, guys, I don't need anything from you. I love you. You know, things like that. I think that those things have really shifted my, my mentality and my relationships with, with, with yeah. the people. Yeah. And uh, one last thing that I, I want to say is just 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 the the level of productivity that that I have now is before w- I'll probably be able to do 50% because you know when you're trying to rush and doing a lot of things yeah. uh I was putting more speed but I think now I have a bit more direction in everything mm. that I'm doing. Yeah. So that's helping me to be way 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 way, way more productive than yeah. before. Wow.
1: Love that tone. Well done. So that kind of leads into our third point. So we we're invited to stop, we we're invited to rest, and then we we're invited to delight. Mm-hmm. And to de- delight just means to, to stop worrying about what we don't have and actually to be to, to be aware of what we do have. So to stop wanting more or, or growing more or, or, or wanting to change things and actually to just sit and take delight in what we do have. So, to realize who, who we have around us, to notice our family and our friends that we do have in our lives, and to notice God in our lives, to take delight in God and who He is. Because God has given us this incredibly beautiful world to live in. He's blessed us with people, He's blessed us with relationships, and often we're too busy
5: to even notice
1: or to even enjoy the gifts that He's given us. And so, Sabbath is an invitation to delight. In what God and who God has given us and to delight in God and so for us as a family um, we often go or every Sabbath we go for a walk and um, we'll go to a forest somewhere beautiful we just want to be outside in nature and we, we really are intentional with our children in taking the opportunity to delight in what God has given us so as we're walking we'll say to them hey um, what are you grateful for today um, or what do you want to thank God for? And then we'll each go and actually say, God, thank you for these trees. Thank you for these flowers. Um, the one day in the forest, we, uh, we actually found all these beautiful bright mushrooms. We didn't let the kids touch them. But they were quite exquisite, and which was so funny because I was like, see, mommy? fairies are real. They were like, Kai was so intrigued, he was like, wow, look how God made this one, and look how God made this one, and they're all so different and and bright colors, and so it was just, we slowed down enough to actually take time to delight in the things that God has created. And so I want to ask Leon, um, how, how do you guys take time as a family with young kids to delight and also, how has that affected the rest of your week? Like, especially, mention mentioned um, dinner times together and just being present. How has it helped you to be present with your family?
6: Um, if I can use an example, Linus might have mentioned a couple of weeks ago we had, well, I think until now, I'm oh, perfect Sabbath. Um, we had a bride, we had the most amazing steak. <laughs> but I was sitting outside, <laughs> keep on referring to this thing. <laughs> it was good. But I was sitting outside with a bride, the kids were playing, We, we uh, like you mentioned, we, we picked a couple of board games. Each kid could pick a game that they want to play. No PlayStation, no games on the phones and tablets. And we really connected. But while I was sitting there, I, I was looking up at the trees. I was touching my skin, yeah. and I got up, and I just realized, you know what, to, to what Jared just said you know, about gratitude, just be grateful for every, every single you have. You know, if I look around church here, most of us walked in here today. And I was just so grateful in that moment for every single thing that God has given me. Um, I was so grateful for my kids. You know, it's just amazing to, to, to be able to have them around. Um, when it comes to dinner time, we've, one, one thing that we started, that we're trying to implement is to actually either sit around the dining room table, not have the TV on, we don't always get it right, like I mentioned before. We've, we get maker mermaids coming away, and <laughs> like last night. But uh, I picked out a message out of there and it, and, it, and it, it gives me the opportunity to connect with the kids and actually give them a message and wow. kind of teach them about mm-hmm. things. Um, and what, what uh, Tammy's daughter actually, she doesn't know this, but the other night she mentioned that her daughter said um, one of the things that they try and implement is to sit down as a family. And, and tell each other, everyone gets a turn to say what they love about the other person. And just to connect. So, please tell the boys I love them for that. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's been amazing for us to, to be able to connect with our kids. You know, our kids are six and nine. We are on them every day. We work from home. But all of a sudden, I look at them with different eyes. I look at my family with different eyes. Sure.
3: You're right, You're right, now.
6: and uh, I really just say, God, thank you for opening my eyes to the Sabbath, because I experienced this as a gift. So good, well done.
5: And also, um, making time to allow them to speak. You know, so often as parents, we're running from one thing to the next, to the homework, to the what you eating, to get to bed, bedtime rush. You know to not actually making time to stop and ask them questions about their day and what are they grateful for. So, so I mean, like my daughter will be, she'll talk at the drop of a hat and you can't stop her. Like she, yuck, yuck, yuck. But I don't know, like parents of boys maybe can relate. They don't talk as easily as the girls do. And you need to make space and time for them. Like something had happened at school three days prior and we hadn't made the space for our son to actually express how he felt about that. And if you don't make that time to actually stop, um, you you can miss those opportunities to connect with your kids. And I think that's also, even if it's just that Sabbath day that you get to do it, to make time to have those conversations that you wouldn't have time for. Very good. That's so
0: good. Thank you so much, guys. Um, We are running a little bit over time, but I do just want Ivan to to just explain this last point, which is worship. Um, Jared has spoken about how he will worship. on the beach, um, and, and that's obviously a form of worship, and um, Tyrone has told us previously how he'll go for long drives, we're still, we're still trying to figure out if anyone goes with him, but we haven't quite got to, <laughs> to, uh, to open up about that yet, right. he goes um, alone, goes alone. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll go with that one, but um, uh, Ivan, you, um, you say that implementing Sabbath has also helped with your other daily and weekly
2: habits, and you can just explain to us a little more about that. Sure. So, guys, I've been trying to implement other habits, you know, like like your quiet time, um, kneeling prayer three times a day, um, silence and solitude, but I have found that um, that Sabbath was like the catalyst habit, habit for me since I've started implementing um, Sabbath, and it makes sense because I've, I've been able to slow down and then you hear God because God's love language is slow, contrary to, to the world. So, for Me to be able to be with Jesus more, then it enables me becoming more like Jesus and then doing what Jesus did. So, 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 so that was the catalyst habit that I've now found that the pre COVID, fortunately for me, I started implementing Sabbath before COVID. So, going into a difficult season, okay, for, for, for I'm talking about COVID now, but it can be anything. If you have these disciplines and habits in place, because what we do now, five years or ten years from now, it's gonna. It's going to reap the fruits, right, what you, what you sow now. So that has helped me to have better better quiet time, better connect with God. Because I'm structured, COVID allowed me to have my mornings, like block out a chunk of time just being with Jesus. And, and because of the Sabbath habit, I go into that refreshed. And I go into that, like, more intentional. Um, so, yeah, Sabbath for me was a, like a cornerstone um, habit that's helping all the other habits. Yeah, so that's the, the last one that
1: God actually invites us to worship. And I think, um, Carol, you can come up if you're ready. Just in closing, I do want to encourage us that Sabbath isn't some silver bullet that's going to fix your life. You know? um, we're not encouraging you to, 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 to do the Sabbath thing because Sabbath is the, the be-all and end-all. Um, Jesus is the be-all yeah. and end-all. Okay, Jesus is what is going to change your life. And what we want for you is that we want to together as a Christian. It isn't being a Christian doesn't mean we come to church on a Sunday. That's 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 not the definition of, of a of a Christian. A Christian is a Christ follower. We are called to follow Jesus, to 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 be with Jesus, spend time with Jesus, so that we can become like Jesus, so that we can do what Jesus did, so we can become the people that God's created us. To be, and so what Sabbath is? is Sabbath is a tool to help us to be close to Jesus. It's a tool. It's something that we can use, that we can put in place. It's a practice, as are all the spiritual practices. Yeah. So reading your Bible, fasting, um, silence, and solitude. These are tools that we use. They're not the. They're not idols. They're tools that we use in order to be with Jesus. And so the invitation today. Is, is to Sabbath, I believe God's inviting you to, to, to take this gift of Sabbath, but he's also inviting you to become close to him. Yeah. God's inviting you to become intimate with yeah. him. He's inviting you to become more kind, more gracious, more generous, more forgiving. When we spend time in God's presence, we, we see the fruit of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We become more like Him. And that blesses our marriages. That blesses our friendships. That blesses us in the workspace. As we become more like Jesus, we are more useful to Him. And our lives can bring more glory and honor to Him. Oh. And so just right now, I just want, you, just want to invite you to close your eyes and to, to just acknowledge God's invitation to you. So whether you're watching online or you're sitting in the auditorium right now, God is God is extending an invitation to you. And I always joke because Leon and Lindsay heard me preach on this a while ago on Sabbath. And they were like, Wow, guys, like yo, that was a great message. Both of them at different times were like, sure, amazing. Like, yo, so good. And then they did nothing with it. (laughs) Until we actually accept God's invitation. You can hear this and you can think, wow, that sounds amazing. But unless you're going to do something with it, it's not going to change your life. And so right now, God, as as people are sitting here with their arms open, their hands open, God, as you're extending this invitation to them, Father, pray for each of us that we would hear your invitation. And God, that you would help us to say yes. Help us, God, to to accept that invitation and to to take a step towards intimacy with you, because you are the goal, God. You are what's gonna change our lives. You are worthy, Father. We are so grateful for you in our lives. And so God, we want our lives to bring you honor. We want our lives to bring you glory. We wanna become the people that you love. We wanna become people of love that you can use to make a difference in this world. And so, God, right now, we say yes to your invitation. And I pray that you would help us with wisdom, give us grace when we fail, but help us, God, to know how to implement this, how to take one thing that we've heard today and to put it into practice in our lives so that we can become more like you. In Jesus' name, amen.